In sports, every team needs both a good defense and a good offense. Um, one of those is designed to prevent the opponent from scoring. The other is meant to score points. And today we're going to talk about how you can play offense, score some points as a couple. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg Smalley and his wife Erin, who lead the Focus Marriage Team. And let's revisit a conversation that uh, Focus President Jim Daly and I had with Dr. Julie Slattery, in which she talked about how playing offense in your marriage can lead to greater intimacy. Describe what that looks like, that idea that, you know, we have, especially with physical intimacy, what is playing offense Yeah, look so like? playing offense is, you know, I use that in reference to physical intimacy because I think a lot of times all we do in marriage is think about the defense. Right. Like, how do we Obligation. check the box? How do we make sure nobody's using porn? How do we affair-proof our marriage? And there certainly is a time and a place where we need to have conversation about keeping on defense and having our guard up. But if all you ever play is defense, you never win. You never right. gain you ground. Score a lot of you points. don't. And you know we have a God who plays offense all the time. I like that. Yeah. He takes ground back. And so playing offense is asking questions like, how can intimacy in our marriage be greater a year from now than it is today? How can we share more of ourselves? How can we learn to look forward to being together physically? What would be fun? Uh, even how do we how do we get set free from some of the things that are keeping us from enjoying this? Yeah, one of those difficulties that I've learned is, uh, you know, especially for that woman who grew up in the church, it was no, 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 no. Right. And especially for the woman that abided in that, okay, no, almost to brutality, you know, and then she gets married and then she's saying, how do I flip this switch? Yeah, it's hard for a lot of women. I think some of the subtle messaging in the church has been more that women were supposed to be the sexual gatekeepers. Like it was assumed that men would have sexual desire and that that was going to be a difficult thing for them to steward. But women were almost told not to be sexual. Right. And so they don't know how to awaken those desires. They don't know how to receive those desires as something that is God-given and good. And for a lot of women, they need to actually go back to the scripture and look at the Song of Solomon and retrain their understanding of biblical sexuality so that not only they can say yes to their husband, but they can first even just say yes to the desire God has put within them. That is really good. That's a great observation. Another roadblock to sexual intimacy can be perfectionism. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we can all jump to what, what does Julie mean by that? What do you mean by that? Yeah, you know, I forget who said it. It's like an old Italian proverb that says, uh, the enemy of the good is the perfect. Mm. And there's always a reason why my marriage isn't good enough or my body isn't good enough. And women are great at pointing these things out. Mm. You know, like, I just don't feel close enough to my husband or he's good about this, but he's disappointing me in this area. Or, you know, how could we enjoy sex with our bodies are just aging and they don't perform perfectly and because it's not perfect we don't give ourselves permission to celebrate what's good 
And so I think women in particular need to hear that message that, no, none of our bodies are perfect, none of our marriages are perfect, but God blesses our very imperfect marriages and says to enjoy one another. Yeah, I mean, I would assume since sin has entered the world, there are no perfect marriages. There's probably really good ones. I like to think of Jean and I as having a good marriage, Um, but there's no perfect marriage. I so appreciate uh, that final comment from Julie. And boy, it's hard. I'm sure, Aaron, you talk to so many different Mm -hmm. couples. It's hard to let go of expectations and perfection, especially with regard to physical intimacy. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you go about encouraging couples in this? You know, I love Julie Slattery's, Dr. Slattery's perspective on sex and the learning process that happens. I know she often will talk about that Lego set and putting together a Lego set, you know, one piece at a time is like building intimacy in your marriage and that it takes practice, it takes time, it takes patience to get that final product. And I don't know if we ever reach the final product with intimacy in our marriage, but we're building along the way together. And so it's recognizing from, you know, from the first time that this is a learning process, that we have a lifetime to explore, to discover, and what it takes is communication. Mm. We've got to be willing to talk about it. And I was just with a couple, and the husband said, you know, my parents never said a word to me, and I hear that all the time. Parents never said a word to me about sex. And so then here we are in this long-term monogamous relationship called marriage, working towards having a good sex life. Well, my DNA from growing up was, I never heard about it. So it takes effort and energy and courage to have those hard conversations about sex, mm-hmm. about expectations, about you know what is pleasurable, what are we each desiring, and recognizing it's not going to be perfect. There are going to be moments where we step back and go, "What just happened?" Yeah, yeah. And you know, I I laugh because we have two large golden doodles, <laughs> and you just never know when they're going to be scratching at the door, pushing the door open, whatever. And these things happen. Children, all kinds of things can interrupt. And so it's just looking at this part of our marriage and no part of our marriage is going to be perfect. But what do we do when interruptions, disruptions come along? Yeah. Yeah. Do you roll with it? Can you laugh about it? That's a really important element and perspective. And uh, for further help, we're going to link over to an article from Dr. Julie Slattery, Uh, that provides some great perspectives on intimacy. It's called Sex is a Creative Process, and we'll link over to that in the episode notes. Also, Dr. Slattery has a terrific book. It's called Finding the Hero in Your Husband. It's written for women in pretty much every stage of a relationship, and we're making that available to you when you make a donation of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family today. Uh, if you can, make that a monthly pledge of maybe $15, $20. If not, uh, make a $15 or $20 one-time gift and uh, donate as you can. We'll send the book to you. All the details are in the show notes. More from Julie next time. And for now, on behalf of Aaron and Greg and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Is your marriage holding on by a thread? For deep hurt, you need deep healing that only comes from the Lord. And you'll find it at a Focus on the Family Hope Restored Intensive in Michigan. 
Our licensed Christian counselors will help you and your spouse get to the root of your issues in just three to five days. And it works. 80% of the couples are still married two years after attending. Learn more at HopeRestored.com and talk with a trusted advisor. That's HopeRestored.com.